Hello and what's good, everybody? Welcome to the show where we are all about love and living raw and relentlessly. We tackle world issues, entertainment topics, and anything that sparks a conversation. We just a few creatives shaking the table, and we hope by listening to us that you'll see the creative in yourself. Welcome to the only love show. There's an intro. Yeah, I have not been paying attention. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's okay. We're going to get it together. Oh, we, we haven't done it yet. We haven't done it yet. Yeah, but we recording. And Java said he just want to freestyle off top. So I'm going to throw a word at him. Um, Celestial, go for it. What did you just say? Celestial. Celestial. I can't even pronounce that. Y'all Y'all realize y'all talking pedestrian. to Celestial, pedestrian, requiem. Recreational. Requiem. I'm not a rapper, bro. I never <laughs> pretend to be anything that I'm not. I feel that. I heard you spit some bars, though. Like, your first <laughs> first day in the group, you were spitting some bars. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll go ahead and jump into it. We'll keep yeah, what was that? Hold on. So let's, what was that? Don't mind me. Speak up. Get off the camera. So like, I'm good. No, I'll tell you later. Can we can we start though for real? Cause like I'm running on like. No I mean, we already we already rolling. Yeah, so we, we all straight. family. Everybody can know. Nothing. <laughs> we'll get to it. But uh, yeah, we'll to first it. things first things that we do want to um, touch on is uh, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, just how inspirational he was. If anybody has anything they want to say, of course you're welcome to. But uh. What was it? Uh, Black Panther, the Avengers movies, uh, Twenty One Bridges. Um, I forget the name. He did. Uh, Forty Two. Mm-hmm. Forty Two was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, been in multiple big movies. Yeah, I didn't. Big roles. I, I didn't realize that man was his age. I thought he was like my age or something. Mm. He looked young. He yeah, that, that's one of those examples of black don't crack, man. So, hey, because when they when they released, it, I was like, he was how old? I was like, I, I thought he was like a year older than me. Forty three, I think. Mm hmm. Forty three. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, the the Black Panther movie like was moving to me because uh, at the end of it, when he because uh, he was making the plight the whole time to actually bring all of the resources to the world so that they can connect. And that aspect kind of broadened my perspective on the black experience from just being an inclusive thing to actually like helping everybody out. So unity, you know, that was that was eye opening. You're right, right, right. Which yeah, is the whole thing coming. with Killmonger and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But just condolences, much respect. Um, I remember when though, like right into the quarantine, they post pictures of him walking around like very frail looking, and you know, most people didn't know at the time, but. It was a, de- a definite blow. Everybody's feeling that right now, so we wanted to give our condolences. But um, first thing we'll get to is how was everyone's week? And I'll go last. Oh my god! Hey, Eric, share what you will. Share what you will. I'll go first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you the highlight this week, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week has been. <laughs> Unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, unique. Yeah. That's jobs for you. I mean, nice you know, somebody, somebody has to be it. Uh, That's right. 
Somebody got to have a job. Got to let them breathe on Tuesdays, though. You know, I don't turn up on mm. Tuesdays. I let them rest and breathe. That's right. But, uh, yeah, unique. Uh, I wouldn't say setback, but a pause, like a big pause. Mm-hmm. As far as other things that I guess we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just, just a unique week energy-wise. Like, yeah. I could agree with that. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. I'm lost for words, y'all, because like it's weird. I haven't fully digested the entire thing. I feel that. Jasmine. You made the cake? <laughs> I actually said like I want I want some of the cake. I actually said that like when you when you said you bake cakes and stuff, but, but that's what's up. I feel the love. I feel the love. I still have some if you want some. It was right. a, it was a lot of cake. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. What kind of cake yeah, is it? Definitely. Um strawberry. Yeah, it, it was chocolate, and then, and then like the way I do it is I poke holes in the cake, I melt the icing, and then pour it over it, so it's always moist, moist. Yeah, it's the bomb. That's the word of the day right there. You know, a lot of people don't like that word. Moist. I love that I word. Why bro. Y'all don't like I love the word moist. I use I that word like that six word, times bro. today. There it is. That's it's my just... kind of day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I use the word all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god! I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it right where it's at. I'm not saying. Facts, facts. <laughs> so, is that it, Jasmine? Nothing. Yeah, all right. Where, where, Angelina? What's up? What's how was your week? <laughs> I had a very interesting week this week. Um, was it unique? Huh? Was it unique? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's me. Find your own. <laughs> Okay. Get your own word. (laughs) I think I'm gonna put for my week this week is the word I will use is awakening. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I am at like a point in my life where like I am learning so much about myself, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like reclaiming time that I let others take. and then I've been in like a really weird space with a lot of relationships in my life, but like I'm in good spaces with them for most of it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But like I'm getting my first tattoo this week, I'm really excited about. Word, word. Like, I'm starting to do things like I normally don't do, and I'm dyeing my hair. So I'm dyeing my hair and getting my first tattoo in the same week. And so mm-hmm. like my past week has just been like anxious field but like because i'm just really excited to see like what my future's gonna look like so mm-hmm. yeah it's been awakening oh that's what's up now what about you today i had a chill week mm-hmm. and even like even today was chill like i took a nap today oh, which snap. which was great yeah i was just walking through the house and i was like man i'm about to lay it on down Supposed to be an hour, but it turned into like a three-hour nap. So, call those it are will. those are the best. I wish yes, I sir. Like, I woke up like like mouth wide open and everything. It was just like 
had to figure out where I was. But um, now, those are yeah. When you oversleep and you wake up and gotta regain consciousness of where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, <laughs> them the best <laughs> nights. Like, uh, school bus. You already <laughs> 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 One but yeah, just getting some work done. Um, drone stuff. Had a few uh, locations I had to cover. Um, putting some videos together. Writing. Did, did a lot of writing this week. Like, more than usual. Um, kind of the energy thing y'all was talking about. I I was feeling that too. And I had to get that out. So, that was kind of my my out was was writing. Um, getting some pieces done. But, but uh, other than that, that was a little bit of work. That was about it. It's pretty chill. I got a question. Mm-hmm. How long does it there take it y'all to normally write? Um, like, um, it depends on the type of piece I'm writing, really. Um, if I'm writing something that's emotionally charged and it's like something in that moment, I can get through it like that. But if it's something mm-hmm. topical, like something I have to like write based off of something, man, I'll be writing that dang thing for like a week. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my writings have to be emotionally charged. They have to be. Like I can't just write. That's if, me. Yeah, I can't write when I'm happy, and I don't understand why. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. All my stuff is like sad or like in your face. I don't have happy pieces. Like oh yay the sun. Is yeah. Hot. I don't think I. I don't think I can produce a happy piece. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that is okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I take I'll, that I'll back. I'm not gonna say too. I can't. I would. I would. Like, because normally it takes me like 15 minutes to write a piece. Mm-hmm. If I was to try to do something, that would probably take me like two weeks. Mm. Yeah, like for real. Why do like, you think that? I don't know. Like, in, a, in one way, it sounds sad. Mm. I guess because I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to put words together to explain any happiness I feel because it's not something I felt a lot. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like hurt and sadness, it's just boom, boom, boom. Because it's like experience after experience. I got it. I know exactly what to mm-hmm. say, what I want to say, wow. how to say it. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to me trying to explain being happy, it's, it's like foreign. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I just sit yeah. there like in a daze. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So when I, when I say it like that, it sounds kind of sad. You're like, damn. I mean, it's real though. Because you can't communicate what you don't know, so. Exactly. Yeah, I can feel that. I think the reason why it's so easy for us to write pieces when we're emotionally charged is because, like, when we're full of emotion, that's when we're raw. And Mm -hmm. a lot of us, especially, you know, especially a few of us, like, we won't communicate unless, like, we've been emotionally stripped away. Mm. And that's literally what it is. Like, we have to be stripped away in order to communicate. And I think that's the only reason why, like, if you tell us to go somewhere and write something, it ain't gonna happen. But you piss me off. Oh, I got you. Like I got you real quick. So I think that's one of the reasons. Cause I'll be ready. Like I mean, I'll be ready. Exactly. I got like three ready to record right now. Like yeah. right now. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that. I, don't know, I, I think for me, I I can com- I actually can communicate happiness, and uh, I think. In my mind, it's more, it's simple to me. Like most people don't ask you like, why are you happy most of the time? Unless it's somebody that's seen you hurt a lot. But most people, if you show up happy, they're not gonna be like, why are you happy? They just like, you know, they just kind of jump in with you. But if you show up, you know, hurt or upset or something like that, people will ask you that. So you kind of have to, 
you almost have to communicate pain more than you have to communicate joy in, in my mind. So I don't have as many descriptive words and it's, it's yeah. in an agreement with y'all saying, I don't have as, you know, I can't really describe happiness to the depths that I could describe pain. And, yeah. and most of the times, like I understand the happiness too. It's just like, oh, you know, you get a bonus, oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or somebody does something nice to you or something like that. And it's like, you just accept it. Like, this is this is awesome. But I guess we don't accept the, the negativity in our life either. You know, so, but yeah, that's a deep thought, though. Definitely a deep thought. Um, but, yeah, next, uh, we're going to wrap up the quarantine talk. Because last time we talked about... I ain't gonna lie to uh, you. I'm quarantining. I'm just gonna be real with the situation. Like, I feel like, I, feel like, I, well, I don't be in the house. I don't be in the house. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't be around a lot of people. How, but, how uh, long though? Did you I, quarantine at first, or in kind of stop? Or I've or? been working since December. Like, they will let me quarantine. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. The banks, we don't shut down. Mm-hmm. We got, you still get. You still got bills. Right, and then and then people got bills, and they gotta come get money, and then people scared that they don't like not use debit cards no more. People taking all their money from the safe deposit boxes because they think we about to go into a black age. Man, I never even quarantined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If anything, I've been doing more. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> these people. Sorry, I'm more reluctant to go out because it's not, it, well, it wasn't so many people around, but everybody back out now. So almost everybody, because I still don't feel like it's as crowded. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it's that crowded. Because if it was, I wouldn't go out anywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like crowded people need to be in the house. I like miss when it first started because I didn't have to talk to anyone. I could be at work and just be chilling there and not have it. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Crappy. I was like, bro, this is the best of my life. And then people started coming back out. And I was like, y'all just have to be like roaches. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I'm just going back home. Roaches. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, like, oh, you can come back outside. You're coming them annoying behind. Mm-hmm. So coping mechanisms. Um, since most of us haven't quarantined a lot because of work, um, how do you cope with stress? What are some ways that you you cope with stress? Be honest. <laughs> Speak your mind. Lots of tequila. See my face. <laughs> hey, I did. Lots of tequila. You just hit him with the. Do you really want me to say it? So tequila. How do we I'm simple. Stress? I don't really have anything complex. You said complex. I don't. I don't have any complex coping mechanisms. Like real simple. Write poetry, play video games, and go sleep. outside, exercise, yeah. sleep. Uh, nah, well, I wouldn't say that's a coping mechanism of mine. I slept oh, a lot. No. I mm. sleep a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't. I sleep. I probably go to bed if I actually go to bed at like 11, 12, wake up like 7 in the morning, 7, 8 in the morning. I'm up all day. So I'm just getting to the point where I'm taking naps, though. But uh, Angelina, Hmm. open mechanisms, don't dodge it. (laughs) (laughs) The way I cope with stress. Um, Well, I write, I clean, I cook. I enjoy Mary Jane on the regular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I feel um, that Mary J. Blige enjoys me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That Mary J. Blige, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> then, um, I don't, I don't really know what. So there used to be different ways that I would cope with stress, but I can't do those things anymore. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I've actually like I've gotten to the point where something like playing a game for instance normally was one but they really don't yeah Yeah, like I mean I'm probably playing (laughs) (laughs) moist but uh (laughs) moist (laughs) but yeah some stuff like I I just found it interesting because I always looked at coping mechanisms as like one thing but then when you kind of grow tired of coping of using that mechanism I, I just thought it was interesting to me like i didn't think you could get tired of uh, a coping mechanism but i think at some point doing that. at some point you get tired of coping at some true. point you have to That's find true. a root like if you're tired yeah. of the way you normally cope there is a root mm-hmm. that you need to literally like find dig up mm-hmm. burn and then fill the mm-hmm. hole like honestly like at, at mm-hmm. some point you get tired of it like you get tired I of being like, okay, I'll be okay if I do so and so so and so. That is like mm-hmm. that can cause an addictive personality in a minute, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm dealing with this, so let me just go do this over here and I'll feel better about this over there. No. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. It, it really irritates me when people say that, like when you're going through stuff and they tell you like, you know, go jog or you know, or exercise or something like right. that to kinda like, take your mind off of it. I will, but like you said, like that's a big thing for me is I, I don't want to have to live a life where I'm having to cope with with life. Yeah. You know, I want to enjoy. I want to live life. I don't. I don't want to deal true. with life. You know, that's that's different for me. Um, let's see. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, what's some anxiety triggers? Some things that trigger your anxiety, and have you seen any of those triggers? change do you have any new things that make you anxious now or or is it all look the same i don't know if i should say this but like do it do it like being in a room with black men triggers my anxiety Mm. Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. and i know that sounds like really bad but like it really does or like if i'm in a room like full of men in general like it's mainly black men but it just like freaks me out and I can literally feel myself not being able to breathe. It's like I'm in mm. a room and I can't find my friends or like by myself. Like mm-hmm. the feeling ever. Mm. Why 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 That's is that? I try, like, and I think Um, I think because growing up, like all the harm and trauma that was caused to me were from black men. And like I used to get bullied a lot and it was mainly like black people that were bullying me. And mm-hmm. now it's just like I can't even like walk full of them without freaking out. And it's mm-hmm. weird because every time like a black person would like hurt me, like a black man would hurt me, it was always like a white man that came and like told me like it was okay and they like stood up for me and they made me feel secure. But black men they just always just made me feel unsafe and Until like I got mm-hmm. to liberty and my people and my feelings kinda changed. They're getting better, but it's still still working by the way. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. Anybody else? Anxiety is things that trigger your anxiety? Yeah. Huh. Um, 
I'm trying to think like, so clutter has always triggered my anxiety and things like that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, <clears throat> if I don't do something productive in a day, it triggers my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it literally like makes my hands sweat and I, I get like jittery. Like I have to do something productive outside of my normal like domestic duties. And I think it's cause I've been sitting in the house for so long. Cause like I've been on maternity leave since June. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's what it is. So if I'm not doing something productive, I it, it triggers it. Because I feel like mm. I'm wasting time. I feel like I have all this time and I need to use it. Um, and I think I hit a wall yesterday because my friend, I was FaceTiming my friend about something I was doing yesterday. She was like, you act like you don't have enough time. You act like your time's going to run out. Like something's going to happen. And I'm like, yeah, I feel that way. That's why I feel like I have to stay like busy or fill my calendar with stuff because I really feel like I don't have enough time. So I think like not being productive in time triggers my anxiety. Like not being on a schedule triggers my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like really Do you know any other women that um that feel that way? Um, my best friend's kind of like that, but I don't know, like not really. I'm not really sure where it's from. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, why I'm like this um, or why I have recently become like this. And it really just could be because, like, I'm not at work because, like, my work is always a schedule. And it could be just because of that or because, like, I know I'm eventually going to have to transition to, like, a new norm in my life. And I feel like I have to hurry to do all these things before that transition. So I think that is the thing. I can agree with that. You know, like, it's like I have to have all this ready so I can be a bomb person there and a bomb person now you know it's like mm-hmm. almost like a fear of what it's going to look like if i don't get my ish together so yeah i've I dealt with that and normally with like the dialogue that goes on in my head with that is it eventually concludes to how can you prepare for something that you don't know is going to happen mm-hmm. and but that's not enough because i still need to feel like i'm doing some type of preparation yeah. So then I then I tell myself, um, I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I do know what I want. So I can make preparations for what I want to have. Um, but I can't prepare for the things I don't know. So that's that brings some ease to my mind. I still have to do the preparation, but that definitely brings ease to my mind, being able to put my hands to something like, all right, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but I know what I want. You know, I want this to happen tomorrow so I can like prepare for that to make sure yeah. when that door presents itself, I can I can open it. So I feel that. What about you, Jarvis? Any things that trigger your anxiety? Or do you feel anxious from anything? Uh I wouldn't say the only thing I say would trigger my anxiety now is testing, but I mm-hmm. figured out how to control my anxiety a lot better and that was mm-hmm. just simply it kind of relates to what she was saying like how can you prepare for something that you don't know you know mm-hmm. what, what the future holds and it's really just not overthinking and just actually focusing on the things you can control mm. and not like that. just not going into too much depth of what's like everything going on around just be like hey this is what I got in front of me this is what I can knock down do it let everything else fall in place Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I was the type. I definitely would like. I would always overthink, overanalyze, and I would, you know, 
that that's just mentally draining anyway. So it is. that used that used, yes, like just thoughts like my thoughts alone used to be my worst enemy. Like I would that would trigger my anxiety so bad. Like I would always be pessimistic. Like it was bad. Like negative thoughts. Mm. Like always assuming the worst. Of, like so I I stopped doing that. I've learned how to control all of that. I mean, other than school and testing right now, I mean if if it's something I can't control, instead of me like. Like I would used to be like, let me think about how I'm answering something to consider their feelings. I mean, now I'm sort of like, this is the truth. This is what you ask. I'm going to give you the answer. If you don't like it, don't ask me a question. It's not my mm. problem. So, mm. I mean, that's how I've been rocking for the, like the last three months. It's helped. That's what's up. That's so, what's up. I definitely could relate to the overthinking. Yeah, like, I can relate to both of those but one thing like i really really wanted to ask jasmine was like so like you said that it got better once you got to liberty like your anxiety and stuff like when you enter a room like why do you think it got i think i just got like travis kind of like was like the first person like that was around he kind of like made me feel safe i can't hear her can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Like sometimes it hasn't really gotten better. I think I've just had better coping coping methods now. Cause I mm. feel like if I'm like the only girl and I have to walk into a room full of men, I'm not walking into that room. Like I would mm-hmm. do many things but walk into that room. And I just can't do it. I just like I mean my parents counseling and everything. But I just tend to feel safe around black men unless like my close friends are around me. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what's causing it so I can like deal with it. But I feel like it's gonna be a minute before I get there. It's probably layered. It's probably layered reasons. Mm-hmm. So I won't just find yeah. like one. Yeah, definitely. Bad because like I don't like talking about it because like black men always like get offended when we like talk about how like you make them so uncomfortable and they go into like this whole like rant about how like it's not all of them. But it's like if I can't tell you that one of your friends is making me uncomfortable without you getting offended, then like you're invalidating how I'm feeling and not the whole situation just got worse. And that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to be more vocal about how to make certain environments. Sometimes it's like really hard, and that's why I'm like always like quiet and to myself and not saying anything because it's easier for me to like control like my breathing and not to go into a full panic attack. Mm. I can relate to that too. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. Absolutely. Because I really wanted to know. And, I, and I, I'm offended. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not offended. Thanks for sharing. I'm just playing. I took that for the whole time she's explaining herself. I'm like, hey, I'm just like, like, any, like, me. Like, any me. child that I may have made her feel uncomfortable when we were like, yeah. Out. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, what did I do? That's a clubhouse. Like when I set up, like I was really trying to control my feelings. He like, I just almost lost my mind. Like that guy that kept talking to you? Yeah, I mean, like, 
he was really making me uncomfortable and he was like he was just rubbing my spirit the wrong way but like i'm glad jarvis was there because i don't know what For i was done <laughs> hey i was I gonna say if, like, if we're there i was like bro i get the message you're trying to send her but your whole tone and your persona demeanor it was way off it was way off like you was way too like he was insensitive like he didn't he didn't think anything through thoroughly did y'all go um was it yesterday or the day before did y'all go to the clubhouse i didn't go i was getting ready to go but i got caught up in homework okay yeah i was myself uh yeah that's yeah that's what we're gonna call it i was busy Okay. <laughs> we go. We go get to it. But Jasmine, um, you know, like you said, Java stepped in for you. Um, if we're ever anywhere and you you need one of us to to do that, let us know. We'll, we'll definitely do that. Oh, um, yeah, I was there. I got right between them. Trust me. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I, and I'll. Oh, we know you straight. <laughs> like I don't do that. And he had no he had no sense of personal space. This dude touched me on the waist. I'm like, bro, I don't even know you. But I don't even like people being that close to me in general. Like, I don't. I don't like people me. being up on me like that. Yeah. I don't like. You don't understand my personal bowl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can you get out my personal bowl, please? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, as as a black man, I I, I apologize. I mean, I, I know you're still um, sorting through that, but you know, I, I apologize as a black man for for you feeling that way. Cause I, and that's actually what we're going to get to. Um, so I would like for you to feel that way, but I know it's going to take some time. So that's just my apology. Uh, where are we? Well, actually, we can move right into that. It's a perfect segue. Do you, and I know your, um, I know your answer, Jasmine, if you, you know, want to give any more input uh, into that, you're definitely welcome to, but do you to feel protected as black women by black men? Can you repeat that, please? Do, and it, I was I was asking them, do they feel protected as black women by black men? Do they feel protected by black men in their experience as black women? by black men but like individually like some of you guys like have like melt like maybe feel safe but overall no like if i'm like with friends like there's some guy friends i have like they'll protect me if it's just like me and them together but then when they're around their friends it's like they forget that they're supposed to be still like watching over me and I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's like their responsibility, but they kind of forget like, hey, like we have her here, like we need to be watching out for them because they get so caught up in what their friends are doing. And mm -hmm. I know it's a huge thing that like liberty is like, you'll tell like a guy, like one of their guy friends that, hey, like they hurt me or they sexually harassed me. And the guy, like their friend, like, oh no, he didn't do that. Like I know him. And so mm -hmm. that's what I mean. Hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm just hearing y'all out right now. I'm not gonna. Um, so this is my take on it. So it's kind of just like how Jasmine said, like individual people. So like I can tell you probably 
four black men in my whole life that made me feel protected. Mm-hmm. And two of them were very recent. So mm-hmm. that leaves only two for like 26 years of my life that ever made me feel mm-hmm. protected. And then none of them were my father. Mm-hmm. Not a single one. Um, truthfully, none of them was my significant other. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and I think the reason why, and it's, it's very loaded, it's very loaded, okay? It's a very loaded kind of answer, but- And we're just listening, so. And because we're so looked at, especially as a black woman, that we're having to be strong and that we are a strong species mm-hmm. and that we can take so much, it's not up to them to protect us because we're supposed to protect ourselves. Mm. And to me, that's unfair. Um, to me, I feel like it's a scapegoat. And I know it's not for like the general population of black men, but when I say like, then I understand like I relate to kind of like how Jasper feels about walking into a room because I dealt with a lot of like abuse and bullying and self-esteem issues. And so like anytime I would walk into a room with men, I mean, any type of man really, um, and I felt like eyes were on me or anything like that. If I ever voiced that to a black man, they would try to make it out to be like, I wanted attention. And that wasn't mm-hmm. it. It was never mm-hmm. attention. It was, mm-hmm. can you see the way I feel? It's been mm-hmm. so long before like we like, before we like got closer in the group that I felt like I could talk to a black man without them making me feel like one, I had to dominate the conversation or two, I couldn't speak how I felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like immediately, anytime I open my mouth, I feel like I had to be strong. Um, and I feel like we have to ask for it too much. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you multiple times how I feel or what I need. If we went over it and I've seen you practice it and now mm-hmm. you can't do it. And then another thing is like, and I've seen it so many times, it doesn't matter the age. You act one way with me in private, and just like Jasmine says, you get around your friends and you forget all about loyalty. I'm not asking you to coddle or cradle me. I'm just asking you to just be there the way I like ride for me the way I ride for you. Not die. Mm-hmm. I just say ride. We ain't dying. Mm-hmm. Like we ain't, we ain't doing that. Because <laughs> it makes it because it really makes it harder for the men that do try. It makes it harder mm-hmm. for the men that do protect. And then it's a whole other thing where. Um, some black women are unable to differentiate between a platonic and a romantic protection because they're so used to not being protected. Like, there's just so much in it. But, like, to be truthfully honest, until very much recently, I have not felt protected. Period. I've always had to feel like like I couldn't speak up about anything that happened to me because all they're going to say is, that's that's what men do. Men are men. Um, or, okay, is that all? Is that everything that happened? That's it? Like that, that's, that's when I hear, when somebody asks me, do you feel protected as a black woman? That's what I hear in the back of my mind. You're, you, you, you go through this. Everyone's went through it. Um, you're, you're strong enough to go through that. That's all he did or that's all they did. You're like, that's what I hear. So, mm-hmm. and it sucks. It sucks a lot. I hear that. What, what is, uh, what would be a proper response to I think honestly, I don't like, want to say a complaint. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I think that it's like a fear of hearing a woman out as to why they feel that way. I think it's like a fear, like 
maybe deep down inside some men feel like they will add up to what we're looking for in protection when honestly sometimes all the protection we need is for you to listen it's for us to feel safe you know what i mean and in order for me to feel safe i have to be able to communicate be able to do that in order to feel safe if i can't tell you how i feel without feeling like you're going to retaliate that's not safety so i think that's part of it yeah um I want to, like, I, I've always heard, and this is something my, my uncle, he was in front of one and only men that's ever made me so protected. He raised me most of my life. It's like a man always does one thing when he enters a room. He looks for at least three exits, and he's able to tell you how many people's in that room. Mm-hmm. And if you're around a man that can't do that, and if you're near a man that refuses to do that, or if you're in a relationship with a man who can't do that, you will not be protected. Did you say your father said that? My uncle. Your uncle, was he military? Mm-hmm. I, okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He was in the streets, so I guess maybe street militia. <laughs> hey, it's, it's similar. It's, it's real well, similar. Street militia, I guess, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I, I I heard that in um, dealing with military people, so, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I definitely feel that. But I'm, I'm like, I don't know if paranoid is the right word, but like I'm just aware of everything around me because I... And it, this could just be like black trauma, um, just in general. But like, my head's always on a swivel. And like, two other black men, like some some friends of mine, we were sitting outside the barbershop talking uh, outside of my uncle's shop. And when we came in, he was just like, "Man, y'all y'all was looking back and forth the whole time y'all was talking." And he he understands it was a joke, but um, you know, it's just a reality. Like for for most of us but i, I just think it's interesting because there there are men that do that there are men that are protective but they're only protective towards like the women that they deem i won't say worthy but like that they consider their own but they're not yeah. protective of just women you know and then it's crazy and i want to add on to that like you're saying like you're looking like back and forth like this is my thing as a black woman, I'm fearful for a black man, period. Mm-hmm. When you leave out of here at night, when you're going anywhere, if I communicate that with you as a black man, if I say, can you please be careful? If you get pulled over, do this. Or how about you just don't go to that part of town tonight and you tell me you're not worried, then I know for a fact you're not gonna protect me at the end of the day if you're not even worried about your own self out there. Like, listen to me, I'm really afraid for you. And if you cannot sit there and understand that, then I know for a fact at the end of the day, it's one for me, it's one for you. We for ourselves out here. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's part of it too. Like I need you to be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do have thoughts about that. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to like like play tennis with you, you know, because I, I want I want you no, all to, to speak. No, those type of conversations need to happen though. Like those type yeah. of conversations need to happen to bring awareness. Yeah, it's it's just I I just try to shed uh broaden the perspective. So, you know, uh I'm there are some areas that would normally be uh, a more dangerous place to go to, but like I have family in places like that. Um close friends that I consider family in places like that. So, you know, in certain situations, you know, I, I'm I'm okay going there, but if it's somewhere that I've never been before, like I had a, a friend of mine, we went uh, up to DC for to go see a show, and we were gonna get some food afterwards, and it was kind of late, and um, 
the place that we were trying to go to, it was like going into a more um, dangerous side of the, of the city. So I decided to turn around because I didn't want to, you know, I, I feel like I can handle myself. I'm not going to put myself in a compromising position, but even more so, like, I don't, because I don't want to risk her getting uh, hurt at all. So we decided to go somewhere else, you know, so that's just a, that's one example of, I'm not even going to risk, you know, putting you in a situation like that. Let's just go somewhere where I don't have to worry at all. So, you know, it's, it's certain situations like that. Um, but yeah, I think I saw you saying something, Jasmine. What were you saying? Um, oh, I was gonna say, like, especially when I tell you, like, I have a bathroom and like something bad happening, and then you like complain, they completely ignore it, and then something bad happens, and it's just like I try to protect you from that, and you work with me. Mm, mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna add. Right, and and you would imagine that that would make them listen the next time that you you say I have a I have a bad feeling because you know it's like she was right last time so I think I should I think I should listen to her this time but yeah I've, I've done it I, I can't sit right here and act like I haven't done it I've, I've definitely done it before I just get these bad feelings all the time and Julio and it's so weird because I've gotten to the point where she's like oh something's bad about to happen I don't know what it is but like and I would start praying in that exact moment because I don't know what it's about mm. but I know I have to protect somebody like prayer Mm-hmm. And I, I feel those too, so I, I can relate to that. Jobs, um, if you ever, if you, if you got anything that you ever want to throw out, feel free. Um, not putting you on the spot, just letting you know you're free to speak. Yeah, I, I was just listening, taking notes. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. If you if you feel like it, you 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 two don't have to, but if you're comfortable, um, can you? Are you willing to share any time that you needed protection and didn't get it? friend in those moments that you felt uncomfortable? Like, I try to, but I've learned with guys, like, trying to explain to them that you feel uncomfortable when you're around, like, certain of their friends, they just get offended and kind of just, like, act like my feelings don't matter. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, one of those type of people, like, if my words don't say it, my body would tell me that I'm uncomfortable. And I feel like men are men in general not even just black men men in general just suck at reading body language when they're making a girl feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. so i try to but sometimes it's like really hard for me to like open my mouth and tell people they're making me uncomfortable so i normally just leave mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. okay 
Gotcha. And sometimes that's best because you're not always going to have somebody that is going to be receptive. Um, I'm. It, it it may be funny to say because I'm a, uh, I'll word it this way, it may sound funny. I'm a special case. Um, I think the empath is the word, but I'm very considerate and perceptive when it comes to not just my feelings, but the people around me. And I kind of go, I, I try to take an extra step to make sure that people don't feel uncomfortable around me. And one of the reasons is because I have a, normally like a, a very plain um, expression sometimes um, and an aggressive expression. So there've been a lot of times where I'll go somewhere and, you know, it's brand, I normally will have at least one person walk up and be like, Hey man, is, are you okay? You know, like, and cause I don't, I don't speak much. So I, so I get that, get up, get that a lot as well. So I realized, okay, so how I'm, you know, how people perceive me is, is, is bothering them. There's something about what I'm doing or not doing is bothering people. So, you know, uh, I kind of internalized that and I was like, okay, I don't want people to feel that way. So let me speak, you know, let me introduce myself. Let me ask you, how are you? Who are you? Let me show my teeth, you know, smile a little bit, you know, just, just to get people's like, all right, this dude's not teeth, crazy. Show your teeth, show your teeth. Yeah, facts. So, <laughs> just to let people know, it's like, I'm not crazy. I'm not here to fight nobody, but I do prefer to just kind of be quiet and chill. Like that, that's my comfort space. Like I could be in a room full of people and not say a word and be completely comfortable. You don't give off that creepy, weird vibe though, like at mm -hmm. all. Like when I met you, I was just like, oh, he's chill, like he's cool. Mm -hmm. Let me chill. not bother him. Some people look at me and be thinking like, I'm gonna shoot the place up or like, no. or, or or at the least like just sock somebody in the face. Like, you know, I, I've, I've actually gotten it like, cause I had one person walk up and say, hey man, it was, I just wanted to let you know, like, you was making people kind of uncomfortable in here. I was like, what you talking about? I, I didn't do anything. He was like, you just look mean. I'm, like, I'm not mad. I'm just chilling. You know, it's just, just like, well, I am smiling. They just suck at reading body language and they suck at reading energy. But I, I guess that's mm -hmm. what I'm blessed with. That. That's just something I guess I was born with or I've mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's a skill. It's a skill, and you could be gifted with that, definitely. Yeah, because I I notice when I'm making somebody feel uncomfortable, and I don't want people to feel uncomfortable, men or women, um, especially women, because you know, kind of like what you're talking about. I I just that bothers me. So again, if you if if we're ever somewhere, even if I'm not there, like if something's going on, you can let me know. Um, so just letting you know, you got somebody in your corner. Um, Angelina, you got anything before we move on to the next question? Man, look, I got uh -oh. stories, okay? But <laughs> I have a scroller like. But listen to this. No, but like in, in all seriousness, like I have a lot of, there's been a lot of times where I didn't feel protected by a man. Mm. And there's been a quite a few times I did not feel protected by a black man um but what I always try to do is try to take in consideration of like I don't feel protected because they're not doing a certain action but maybe they don't know that action you know what I mean maybe they, they're not able to read what I need 
Um, Most of the time, ignorance is what, yeah. what's going on. And honestly, it's gotten to the point where I've been so conditioned to have to protect myself when a black mm-hmm. man is trying to protect me. I don't know what that is. Like, I don't I know what you're doing. Like, stop leave me too. alone. Like, what are, you, what are you doing? Get away from me. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I ask. That's why yeah. I've gotten to the point where it's like, all right, tell me. And that's, that's a question we'll get to. But like, you know, tell me what that looks like for you. Yeah. And I'm not asking that now. That's, that's something we're going to get to. Because like some women to literally like shield <laughs> them is is offensive, you know, and, and they'll get offended. And I'm like, but I'm protecting you. It's like, I don't need you to do that for me. You know, so then, then I'm like, okay. Then I realize it's like, all right, it's different for everybody. Yeah, it is. So I have to ask, you know. It is. I think uh, if you're looking for like one particular example, a uh, one time I that I did not feel protected, and it was just something they have to like physically do. It was just mm-hmm. something I needed some type of understanding and comfort as to why I did what I did or why I was involved in the situation. But mm-hmm. when I was younger, I had an older man take advantage of me but not in the way that most would think like you know those younger and older relationships just like really really crazy people are like romanticized you know and it's something that like a lot of young girls like are in high school and they're like yeah my boyfriend's older blah 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 this and then sometimes at a time you're not realizing that that it's wrong and so i can and that has to be addressed yeah and no it no it needs to be addressed because like it's not okay It's just not okay. And so I shared that with someone who's very, very close to me. Mm-hmm. And their response was instead of, wow, like what happened? Or, you know, did you talk to anybody about that? Because it took me a long time to not blame myself all the way for what happened. Mm-hmm. But when I shared that with them, they automatically labeled me like a whore. I automatically labeled me as loose mm-hmm. and did it for years. And mm-hmm. I think that's when I that's when it started like me starting layering myself like I have to just be there for myself because mm-hmm. it was like I can't communicate to you for one I can't communicate to you why it was wrong because you obviously didn't see it was wrong because if you did you wouldn't have called me that you know mm-hmm. and then it was like I don't need you to physically be there for me I just need you to listen and understand and make me feel uh, maybe a little better I don't want you to make me feel better about my choices but mm-hmm. that at least I realized that it wasn't okay mm-hmm. so I think that would have been one of the situation so being heard yeah like being heard is really and for me it's really big because so many times that i was hurt while i was younger i wasn't heard when i spoke up Mm -hmm. you know so being heard is one way of protecting me to me it is Mm -hmm. because not only that but like i don't need to keep thinking about this stuff in cycles because i need to get out of get get it out of my mind so Mm -hmm. just something as simple as just hearing me out and emotionally comforting Mm -hmm. me is a way of protecting me, me personally. Gotcha. And that's something that, that uh, the two of you share is one of the main things is being heard and actually considering what you're saying. And that that's a shame that, you know, we couldn't, men couldn't, even, uh, couldn't do that up until now. And that is a shame. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a good. Have you ever had to protect the life or image of a black man that has done wrong by you or someone you knew? My mic's off. Sorry. Yes. All I, I, all I saw was this. Yes. Okay. 
okay. I'm done. Yeah, I feel that. If homeboy is beating his girl down there, okay, it might not be it might not be your business to why he's doing it, but you can go up there and stop that. You ain't gotta get into the reasons why, but no. no. Like a lot of men nowadays will see their best friend hit on their girl and yes. like and they'll just turn around and probably laugh about it later. Like I hate that whole situation. I got into a whole argument with someone over that exactly. situation. Exactly. I was like, what's the difference between Chris Brown hitting Rihanna? And Rihanna actually played a huge part in that whole situation. And Tori in the whole Megan situation. What's the difference? He shot her in the foot. I mean, like, what, what more? What, what, what more has to be? <laughs> what more has to be said? Like, Dad, you I, killed people to blame her too because she dead? Like, they over here talking about how bad they are in the more story. I was like, shot her what is there else when you can tell when she went live the pain in her eyes and i've never oh my gosh i just felt i've never felt so bad for someone i was like girl i feel your pain i think what bothered me the most like on surreal i didn't realize how many sickos i had on my freaking timeline like There's this guy that literally came to my house and recorded music that we did cookouts with and hung out with, and he put on there as much as he could because he clearly can't spell. But anyways, and he said, I can't believe she's a snitch. She violated blah, 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 that. You don't do that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? She was a victim of -hmm. domestic violence. She did not yeah. tell. She did not tell the cops where he was throwing bricks. She she said, "I got shot. I was mm. shot." Are you kidding me? If that was your sister, would she be a snitch? But then again, I guess that's different. So that, that so therefore, you can only protect the woman who's close to you, but not all of us. 
I don't have time. I don't have time. It just, mm-hmm. Right, wait, but at the end of the day, it's like, you probably can't even protect his sister. So it's like, you're wasting your time arguing with someone that's just weak-minded because a lot of them nowadays, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, the street, like, how it was, like, when I was growing up is not the same street as it is now because... At all. Yeah, how, like, Megan was snitching, but, bruh, like, those people, the same ones talking about how Megan was snitching, like, as soon as the government be like, oh, I'm gonna give you $5,000, like, they'd be ready. Not even. They'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna give you $2,500. Like, drop some names. They'll be so quick to drop some names. I'm just like... Yep. Well, and the like, thing is, like... It's, but it's not the same, like, I was, I know it's kind of off topic, but, like, me and my uncle were talking about that the other day, and, like, how, like, it, like, the street life is completely different than it was back in the day, just because, like, if you had someone who was into the streets like that, and it was a temporary situation, like, no one had to really worry for nothing, like, if anything happened in the neighborhood, it was taken care of in a respectable manner, but men aren't, it's, <laughs> People want to be street life so bad because it looks like it's something to be. And so they throw around the, oh, snitching and the whole code and the and stuff like that. Like, y'all just the wannabe rappers who take e-pills all day. I don't have time. It's just a power Like, trip. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's no, just I mean, it's it's sad. It's very sad. It's and it's sad because we're suffering from that. Like, Black households and Black women... Mm-hmm. Are literally suffering from stuff like that. Yeah, the real, the real people, like the real ones, the the thoroughbreds. You talk to them, and they go tell you to, to straighten up. Yeah, because I, I I got family members, you know, that were you know they they've been in that lifestyle, and even when I was, you know, like a teenager or something, talking to them, that's all they would say is this ain't this is not something that you should be doing. That's all I got. You need to go get your nine to five, go to school. You know, that's all they was talking about. So that's how they Yep. Yeah, and then on top of that, like actually snitching, there was no crime aside from him, you know, the, the domestic violence. Like they weren't in any type of you know, Dylan's. They weren't dealing drugs, and she ratted him out, and nothing like that. Like he, I'm she he assaulted her, he, like, and she she at. said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he like, assaulted her, and he shouldn't have done that. Like he's the biggest lame. Like, like he took the first first place for that. You know, shooting a woman in the foot and all. Like it's just that don't really make no sense. But we don't got to go down there. Whole team really try to blame her for, and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like they really try to like flip the script and act like it was. Mm-hmm. It's reasons like that why, why women are scared to are scared to speak up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and then you're taught like, oh, what happens in your house stays in your house. No, that's how people die. Real talk. Yeah. Like, I had a cousin who was stabbed 16 times in a domestic violence situation because my uncle, like, her uncle would tell her like, don't tell anybody what's going on. We'll handle it. Blah 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 blah. All this because you don't want to call the cops and send him to jail. Well, he stabbed her 16 times and killed her. So that's literally what I'm saying. Like you're taught and conditioned that you're not supposed to speak up about things or do anything about things like that because it's supposed to stay in your household and you don't want to sit in the jail and there's enough black men in jail already. Like, okay, and there, and here's another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I told my mom this. I told my mom if I ever called her from jail, it's because some dude thought it was okay to put hands on me and don't even worry about uh, filling me out because I'm about to do like 
Mm. You might as well leave straight, me up in Straight like that. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well leave me, Ma. I'm with it. I'm with it. And it's so funny because I know if that would ever happen, I'll probably be sitting right there next to my aunt. And she'll probably like yell at me for doing it, but like she'll like congrats for sticking mm. to yourself. They hit you with that don't they? That's what you said. Congrats. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get you some dog tags or something. But uh but yeah, it, yeah. it, it really don't need to be I I don't need to dig into this point. But um you know, domestic violence is obviously wrong. Oh, yes. And it's 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 something that has to stop. It's something men have to stop doing. It's stuff that women have to stop doing because men mm-hmm. actually suffer from domestic violence as well. And, so you know. And so mm-hmm. many women do it thinking they can get away with it because they're a woman. That's not mm-hmm. I mean, it's glorified today to be a crazy woman. Like, a woman will... will, will I mean, like, you can have a little crazy that... in you, but that's not the kind of crazy that we talking yeah, about. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody is... <laughs> is Mm-mm. You know, you, you can't be smacking every, everybody making their way in life. But if you insane, like nah, don't you know? Don't don't put your hands on me. You don't you know? And especially if you like got a weapon coming after a man or something like that, yeah, like no. just just chill, just chill out. Because it's it's a lot of like people in relationships that shouldn't be. You know, they like because we all really need therapy at the end of the day. I, yes. Um, yes. But yeah, in this, it's there's there's physical abuse, there's emotional abuse. Um, and all of that stuff is, are, you know, it's within the legal term. So, um, all of that stuff has to be stopped because there are situations where the woman is is harassing the man and abusing the man, yeah. and the man retaliates, and then so on and so forth. So, it's a lot. But but if it's men just out here putting their hands on women, that's nah. If you just doing that to do it, like you you you're less than a human. So. That's all I got to say about that. Um, did you answer, Angelina? Uh, if you ever had to protect the life or image of a black man that's done wrong by you or to someone you knew, mm-hmm. or did you want to? Because you don't yeah, have to. I sure, yeah, because I can say that my uncle always taught me to always speak up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like over the years, I have found myself to be more lenient towards certain people just because of the kind mm-hmm. of person I am. So there's been plenty of times when someone has probably asked me a question or heard something that they thought they heard or, you know, something I had to cover up to protect them, mm-hmm. you know? And ultimately, I've done it for, I did it for so long that it got very tiring. And eventually, mm-hmm. like, you just need to call it, call it for what it is. If it's BS, you need to call it for BS. Mm-hmm. Eventually, after so long of you doing like that and you living, that's almost like living a lie. Mm-hmm. And you'll never find happiness in it. You'll never find true self in it. Um, so eventually you'll get tired of it. But yeah, I've, I've had to do that. I've had to do it on countless occasions, but when you do stuff like that, you have to think about what you're cheat, who you're cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you cover up for someone, you're part of the issue because you're telling them it's okay. Because I stuck yeah. my neck out there and pretended you didn't do it. Or I stuck my neck mm-hmm. out there and gave word to these other people that you're a good person. So it's showing mm-hmm. them that, hey, it's okay for me to do it because they covered up for me. And if I do it again, they'll come through for me again. 
Right. You're not responsible then, for their decisions, but you are right, endorsing right. behavior when you do that. Yeah. And like, if, and the thing is like, imagine how the person that they probably did something towards feels, you know, just like Jasmine was saying, like, when you say like your homeboy did this to me, they're like, oh no, he's not like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if like they witnessed it, you didn't do anything about it. Like you're responsible for anything that happens after that. You're responsible for it, like because we're saying it about the um, the police issues. Mm-hmm. You know, we're saying if you're a bystander, we also are holding police officers accountable for for being on scene as their other um, coworkers are, are killing people, not doing anything about it. So, and you know, saying, if you stand, if you're standing by, like while while any of this stuff is going on, you're a part of it, and and I'll let you continue. I'm not going. Oh no, no, you're fine. Go ahead. No, uh, just don't, that, that doesn't mean become a vigilante, right. you know, that doesn't mean just because I hear my neighbor, you know, beating his girlfriend or his wife or his children, um, that I kick the door and I'm going to go in here and beat him up. Not that I, not that I don't feel like I, I want to, because I don't like, you know, I don't, I don't feel that stuff. I hate that stuff, but, you know, call the police or, you know, get somebody that, that, that can help. If you know their family members, call family members so they can come over. But ultimately, because we don't really want to, we don't really want to call the police, but if if nothing's getting done about the issue, then you kind of have to. So I get help. bad because in most of domestic violence cases, I don't even say anything. Because sometimes I personally feel like, yeah, you can try and like protect that person that's in that situation. But if they keep going back to that person, that's like on them. And that's something like that person's going to have to figure that's out true. and work out. Because that's I true. can't keep trying to help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves. And I get that people be like, oh, it's like really hard to get out. Like, you don't know what it's like. I feel like if you have kids, that your kids should be more than enough motivation to get out of a domestic violence situation because now mm. kids are literally watching you get beat up by your significant other and i get that mm-hmm. most people don't want to be seeing their parents but you think i'm more messed up if you think i'm about to stay in a domestic relationship and have my kids watching me get beat up because my mom was in a domestic relationship with almost every man that she had kids by and when i tell you that probably has that has damaged me to some point to like I just mm-hmm. look at people and be like, uh, if you're like way too nice, I question if they're a woman leader or not. And so I just, mm-hmm. I just stay out of it now. So I'm just like, you waste more energy trying to save them than just leaving them be. And I know that sounds really bad, but sometimes you can't help people want to learn what they're doing. I don't think it sounds true. They don't. Not at all. I'll pray for them, and if they have kids, like I'll watch their kids or I'll go get their kids so their kids don't have to witness it. But to mm-hmm. actually put myself in a situation where I'm like, oh no, like go do this, this, and this. No, I've learned my lesson. I'm not doing that again. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a toll on you as a person knowing that they're going through that and they're not trying to get themselves out of it. Right. And you could get hurt because yeah. I can handle myself, but I mean, I, I step into a situation where a, a couple going at it and I could get shot at or anything like that. Like, like you, you know, really it, it could go anywhere. Situation, I guarantee you that person is going to go right back to him like two hours later. Mm-hmm. Why put your life on the line for someone? Nope, because I got a family to make it back home to. I'm not going to keep putting myself in danger because you're too dumb not to listen. That's how I do right. it. I done told multiple women that, like, in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, I'm not going to keep repeating myself to you. 
I can't help you until you help yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't, you know, you can't keep screaming this and that, and then you're not helping yourself. Like at some point, it's 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 on you. You got to take responsibility for it because you continue to allow those situations to happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's tricky. It's definitely tricky. But if you can do something, do something. Can can we speak about not only like I because I, I think it's deeper than black men not being able to protect black women or black women having to protect the image of black men. But how about black men actually holding each other accountable for things? Like, like if y'all ever see me with another man. Thank you. Get it, ever, like Anybody that y'all, any man that y'all ever see me with, just like, I'm sure, I don't know if y'all heard me upstairs, but I dap, I dap my boy up. I told him, I love you. Let me know when you get to work. If you was to go through my phone and didn't know me, you would think I was a gay man. Cause I got name. You'll see. Hey, I love you, bro. Boom. Cause that's how we we hold each other accountable like that. So we can talk yeah, to each other should. like yeah. we are. Oh, and like we get on each other's shit. If we if I'm out here doing wrong, I'ma hear about it. Mm-hmm. They them like hey, you need to tighten the fuck up. I, I didn't. I didn't got woke up. I, I got. Same, yeah. I was about to say it. It's like, a, <laughs> yeah. it's like 11 yep. of us. It's a group of 11 of us. And we, mm-hmm. like, we all used to live in one apartment. Like, we all grew up together. Like, we we was like ghetto, just dirt babies. I didn't get mm-hmm. beat up out of my sleep because they found out I'd done something. Mm-hmm. And, like, they wake me up beating me like, hey, bro, this is unacceptable. Right. I was about to say, I got, I got some people like that, too. That yeah, I, th- I think it's good that like, you know, a lot of a lot of men out here don't even hold each other accountable for things that they do and don't do. So you, so to a certain point, you can't expect black men to be able to protect when their peers, the, the amongst themselves, can't even hold them accountable to anything or teach each other how to protect from something like that. You know, it's a lot deeper. It's, it, that's layered conversation. That's deep. It is. It is. What'd you say, Jasmine? I would say. I was like trying to add to what he was saying about like they can't like hold each other accountable, but they can't protect themselves either. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed is that like I don't know why, but like men have I think I don't know if it's men in general or they're just black men, but they literally think showing emotions and like protecting and leading is gay. Like I don't know why there's like a correlation to the two, yeah. but they just Gay, they're just, oh, they're just gay. How? Like being an okay person and having emotions and being an it's, it's crazy. That's like like if I go out, if I mention something and be like, hey, I might go do this and that tonight, and it might jeopardize my freedom or my they're not gonna let me do it. Mm-hmm. I can cancel that. Like mm-hmm. it's to the point with us where if we know we're up to no, we gotta go be sneaky. You can't just blame like, hey, y'all. Yeah. I'm, gonna go, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go do this and that because they're gonna all look at you and be like, nah, that's dead. You mm-hmm. not. They'll go, I didn't, we didn't, we didn't went and flatten our friend's tires before. Mm-hmm. Just so they won't go. Then we'll go replace them the next day. But when we hear something, we'll be like, nah, bro, we can't let you do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there. You got, you got three children at home. We're not going to let you go out here and do something to where you might go serve six to life. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let you do that. Like, no. And I, and I, I think it's a lot like men need to surround themselves with other men that have that mentality and a lot of men don't do that. They just hang around anybody that they think or may look cool. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not where it's at. And we're gonna um next week 
we go we're really gonna like lay out the the, the um, male side of of all of this um but what i've realized is that some men even black men are afraid of a real man and because it makes them feel inferior and I, i've realized that um because you could just feel that energy like when you because you when you are alpha you can sense other alphas in the room like you always lock eyes with the other alpha and just hit the head and I, like i see you over there you know but there are a lot of men that fear that they, they fear that that um that real man energy and they only surround themselves with like-minded snake people you know what i'm saying so it's just a it's just a brood of snakes man so like that's that's all they really do they just pass this stuff around but when a real man comes into the situation and sheds light on all that and it's it's some man that will see domestic abuse but afraid to step in because he's looking at the dude like man i don't know if i can step to him like I, I, I might go in there and get beat up just like her like i don't know if i want to do that so it's it's people that that um that have that fear but um i'm i'm gonna leave it at that job so if you got anything more you want to say you're welcome to but we go get to the uh the male side next week and we wrapping up we only got three more um questions i mean no, I, ain't, I ain't got much trust what you saying when we touch on bases with that next week why like men like hanging out with like-minded weak-minded men oh absolutely absolutely okay, okay. I'll, I'll write that down and you write it down too remind me i'm gonna write it down but you you remind me too so we can get on that because that's, that's a conversation that has to be had um but the next question I have is, do you do you feel like black men have abandoned black women? I think some black men have abandoned black women, mm-hmm. and then other black men feel like they have to do double the work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, and because of that, I feel like this, the the whole balance is off. True. I feel like Absolutely the balance true. is off. Um, and then some black men have a band of black women, and they wake up when they're about to lose one, and then they're like, "Oh, I need to do something." You know what I mean? They like, they really wake up when they're about to lose the black woman that's like the love of their life, and they just yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. And then like I can't even be like I can be I can't even be upset because I'm like, okay, well at least you're getting yourself right. But at the end of the day, mm. then what do we need to fix within ourselves after that moment? You know what I mean? Mm. I do feel like they have, but I do honestly feel like, and I'm very appreciative of the black men who step up or who say something or who can communicate their feelings. Like you two, like I'm very appreciative of you two. Um, Mm. Because I do see an awakening within the community of black men to want to be that protector, to want to be that communicator, to want to be that person to stand in. It's just honestly, like me and Jasmine were just talking about it the, um, the other day when she came over. It was like this whole dudes ain't crap kind of mentality that some of, some of us have to get out of because there are men that are trying, like for real. Like I can really- Yeah, that's a whole I conversation. Trying. <laughs> and this whole man ain't, man ain't shit, like excuse my yeah. language, but this whole men ain't shit, like that has to stop because if men are around here saying women ain't shit, come on. Like, I know it's, it's different for every, sing- every single situation, but at some time, we have to stop, breathe, look ourselves in the mirror, get our own ish together, and be appreciative of the black man. Like, I can look at a certain black man and be like, I appreciate you. I'll look at another black man and be like, you need to get your ish together. Really. And it's true. 
That's true. You need to get together. And, and we don't we don't get that a lot. Like we really don't. We really don't get that appreciation from black women a whole lot. Um that that would drastically change the experience of the black man. But again, if if you ain't about nothing, then you can't you can't receive that. And y'all as women have to be y'all gotta that's, hold that because if, if y'all excuse the behavior, then y'all endorsing the behavior. And that's right. No, that that is so true. Yeah. And that's something I've had to realize in myself. It's like mm-hmm. if I continue to take something, even it's from my brother, even it's from um, an ex-lover, it's like a any, coworker, any anybody, man, anybody, it's condoning it. It is conditioning them that this is okay. Try it with the next one, and that's not okay. Because I guarantee you, if if a man, if a man never got play from a woman by acting dumb, then he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't approach oh. you. He wouldn't approach you stupid oh if it hadn't God. worked before. But that's the whole reason why. Because the whole objective is like, you know, it's either a relationship. Or I'm, or I'm trying. I'm trying to get some. And I'm. A, I'm gonna approach you in the most beneficial way. To the way that has the highest percentage of work. And, and if they come at you sideways, it's because it's worked before. So y'all, you know. What you say? I said I wish they do would try to come on me sideways. I had a couple this week. You said in the jail cell. Bro, it's it's crazy though. Like, like if you take me for example, I'm a straightforward individual. I'm gonna approach you the way I see you portraying yourself. Hmm. So like Jasmine, I would never approach her sideways because she doesn't portray herself to be a loose, wild individual. So I'm gonna come at her proper because my mentality is. All right, I already can tell by her demeanor and everything. If I come with some goofiness, it ain't gonna get too far. She, she do give that off that's, like that's I, how she, I ain't, I ain't that's messing how with she you like that. Yeah. Now and then there's some other women I know. After ten minutes of watching them, oh, I'm gonna be disrespectful because I have no respect for them because they don't even show respect for themselves. Mm. So I'm not gonna give them that energy. Mm. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm hearing this. A guy, though, because some people just do not understand. If you're not out here respecting yourself in public, you are very not going to respect you. You just hold them not. I'm glad you said And can you, can you repeat that? Because you kind of went out your audio. Oh, I was saying, like, what Javis was saying, where he sees, like, he's a girl, like, not respecting herself and he doesn't respect them. And I was just saying, like, I'm glad that she said it because mm-hmm. girls nowadays just don't understand like when guys see you being disrespectful to yourself and not showing yourself respect then they're not going to respect you and i'm glad mm-hmm. you said it i'm crazy you know it's true that. yeah like it's and when true. i say that i'm not trying to be rude i'm just saying like it's been plenty of times like as a single man where i had no intentions and no relationship i just i just wanted to bust one off real quick okay mm-hmm. instead of if i see a group of women if i if i got that mentality Jasmine's gonna be out the question. I'm not even approaching her. I'm gonna go find the loose one, the easy one that's giving me off that energy. I'm like, oh yeah, she an easy duck. Let me go bust that down. And then going by There's women business. that just there are women out there that just want that. There are yeah. women that's just looking for and, sex. And out they there. give off that energy. That's how they portray themselves. And they don't realize they don't think men pay attention to how they put themselves out there. Like men aren't shallow. Like we actually think we I'm gonna get closer to the mic. So they can hear me breathe. We you pay know. attention to so much more than y'all. Okay, think. but wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a we second. We see everything. But there are women out there 
that think like men. There are women out there that think that, you know, we look at y'all, not, I'm not gonna say we, but there's women that look at a man and oh, you be just looking. want, you, be, you know, you be looking. I, now, but anyways. Um, <laughs> they always looking, bro. <laughs> and, and want that as well. They just want to like have just a moment. You know what I mean? Like you said, like if it's, it's almost the same, it's almost the same thing, but I feel like it's almost like a double standard. It's not because I can res- I can respect a woman if she was approaching me and be like, hey, blah blah blah, this is all I want. All right, cool. If I'm with it, then I'm with it. If not, I'm, I'm gonna talk. But about I don't it. mean no harm. I've tried that before. It don't work. I'm be real with you. It don't work because you still be leaving us Obviously, you obviously you read them wrong. I never said it, they were. It worked when you run across a dude that's on the same woman, energy. If a woman approached me like that, I wouldn't label her as a hoe. Okay, mm-hmm. that's you though. That's I might. You. I might, but it depends, though. I don't know where we got this energy from, bro. I'd be scared to give people my what? phone number. <laughs> what are you saying? I said, I would love to know where y'all get this energy from. Like, I'd be afraid to give people my phone numbers. Like, oh, what you, uh, what energy? What you I talking told, about? I told you about my most recent experience with my last house guest and how I was called home. So. Hold on. No, what we can time out. We're going to address that. I was. I was uh, called one. Address oh, the last. I Y'all was called so one. But do you realize the first thing you said to that man when he approached you? Like the very first words you said. Let's get to that. Let's get to that last. No, we I don't get even to know what you're talking about. No, we we will get to that last. Um, Jasmine, what were you? What were you saying? Oh, I was saying that y'all mighty brave because I don't think I could ever go up to somebody and be like, "Oh, I'm trying to have sex with you." I don't see. I just can't. I'm too picky. I'm too picky yeah, to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm picky too. I'm picky too. I'm not gonna lie. I really did try. Like, I really clutching my pearls. Like. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bougie. You, hey, I'm bougie. I can't just slide in anything. I can be specific. No. I'm a whole wife and mother. That's my goal. Really and that's, and that's how you should remain until someone approaches you on that level. Don't change. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie though. Like, I really thought because people used to tell me that I was stuck up and I was too busy and, nope. too much and so like I tried to be for the streets for like 30 seconds I was like I nope. not this is nope. I promise it's you, not for everybody never too stuck up. if you if you know that's how you are and you know what you want I know yeah whoever know. really want whoever really wants you they're gonna approach you the correct way in that manner everybody mm-hmm. else is just gonna be full of shit Absolutely. Mm-hmm. so don't change stay stay up there never drop never bring yourself down yeah, and I, I I need to if I can't if I can't respect a woman, then I'm just not gonna be around her. I'm I just I just don't want that around me at all. That's that's just the way that I've evolved. Like if if she not respecting herself, she ain't she not gonna respect me, and I'm not about getting disrespected. And by that I mean I'm not gonna have nobody around me like that. Because if you get disrespected from me, you just gonna leave my place. You just gonna have to go. You know. Good daddy. That's it. I got you. Hmm. I oh, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. See, I feel the love. I feel the love. That, that made me feel better. Um, last, we go squeeze two in before we leave. How would you like to be protected by black men? I think we did talk about this a little bit, but if you could um, package it up nicely, what would being protected by black men look like? Mm-hmm. And 
I got trust issues. I don't know how that's gonna work out. But so what does it, what does that look like to you? Uh being or what does it take to gain your trust? I think with me, I vibe off of like energy and like mm-hmm. I also like pay attention to how you like treat other people around you. How like people treat their mothers. I pay attention to how mm-hmm. people like treat their sisters. Like I really just pay attention to things around you. And I also another big thing that I focus on is the people that you call like your main circle because if your main circle thinks it's okay to be disrespectful and violent in the streets then i know for a fact i'm not going to be safe around you or i'm only going to be able to be safe around you in certain environments and mm-hmm. really what i was on because i know i have trust issues so it's like i kind of can't just base that off of my, my trust issues but your main circle of friends is going to tell me everything i need to know about you mm-hmm. Gotcha. Angelina, how would you like to be protected by black men? We kind of touched on this, but. Um, just to be heard. Mm-hmm. I think being heard and understood is like what I really, what I need, especially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Being heard, gotcha. Yep. Just, just hear me out for a man. And the last one, what do you think is prohibiting black men from protecting <laughs> black women? Last one, segue <laughs> into next week. This is the last one. in your own way. I don't know how to like word that in a way that you guys understand, but- Could you repeat that? I was saying, like, to answer your question, like, some people just be in their own way. Like, That's true. Dicks. And I feel like, you know, you gotta be able to trust yourself before you can trust yourself and make good Amen. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. All right, well, re- ask your question once, one more time, then I'll ask mine. Because I missed it. Oh, over there on that phone. Yeah, on your phone. Would you like to share with the class? Didn't I tell you? You like to you share speak? with the class? I want to see your no, eyes. I want eye contact. No, I don't want to share. <laughs> I, I, said, uh-huh. I, I text her. I said, get off your damn phone. And he when did. you speak, I said, when you I speak, should, look should. at me in the eyes. But she want to, you know, keep typing away, playing video games on the phone. I she's not writing a poetry or something. This ain't poetry. Exactly. I would believe that if you were doing it, but I don't believe that. This is podcasting. Bye. Oh, wow. Um, what do you okay. think is prohibiting black men from protecting black women? Hmm. That was hmm. actual question. Or you forget it. How do women how do women feel if they was to if a man was to respond and be like All right, it's cuz you know how women say they, they don't like friendly men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if a man so if a man was to respond overly and be like, friendly men. Yeah, so if a man was to respond and be like, "Hey, this is my woman over here. That's who I protect. That's who I surround myself with. All these other women, not my problem. How would they feel about that? How would like they go that. about that answer? I because I heard I heard that earlier today and I was lost. No. Okay. So first off, Angelina, I don't like that. You I don't like that because the simple fact of if <laughs> if I'm out 
and there's other men that think like that, and I don't have someone like my man to protect me, and I need to be protected, they're not gonna protect me. And mm-hmm. another thing is, I feel like a man should be able to protect whoever they need to protect in that moment. You should not differentiate between who I need to protect because I have a heart connection with them. That is a heart problem. That is a heart issue. Who hurts you? I, did, I, I, did, I wasn't saying me? No. me. No, I, no, I know it's not don't you because I know it's not. <laughs> you see, you, you see a rain star popping up. Yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. hair started <laughs> raising up. <laughs> Let's forget I even asked. That is no. a no situation. I just feel like I just feel like that's like we a hear you though. issue. We hear that's you. a heart issue, and it's like you yeah. don't have enough. It's like it's if you feel that way as a man, that means you're probably straining just to protect me. It's probably mm-hmm. taking everything out of you. And that like, is true. Like that it's probably taking true. everything out of you just to Because when they said you that, I was like. When they said that, I thought back to the night we was all hanging out with, and I was like, "Well, I don't think I don't think I'm that guy," because like I made sure everybody made it home. And and the thing is, like that's just even a friend thing. Like I I have an issue if people don't do that in general, especially if you're out with friends. Like no, I'm like that too. And I think that whole I don't like an overly friendly man is rooted from like just low self esteem. Like I have an issue if if my man wouldn't even speak to my friends or ask me if they were okay. Like, I have an issue with that. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It just, I can't tell you why. It I actually can tell y'all where I started having trust issues. Transparency moment, not poetry. Well, those are my favorite moments. Elementary school. And it was a white girl. Right. Oh, Jessica Candace broke my heart, man. <laughs> 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 oh, no, it ain't. It ain't. <laughs> nah, it won't nobody. I was like, if, if you want to call it dating at the time, I ain't even really know her. Right? We sitting at the table, and uh, everybody in the class was playing around. We throwing stuff around. I sit down at the table. She was just like, "Hey," I was like, "Yeah." She said, "What's your name?" I was like, "Ontario." She was like, teacher, Ontario is picking on me. I was like. <laughs> Damn, that's where it all started at right there. Live. I was like, yo. Trust <laughs> I, like, I, I still get mad at that, man. Like, today, that's where my trust. This was like early elementary school, too. Yo, that's cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from that point forward, man, like, it's like, yo, what's your name? It's like, who asking them? Yeah. Why you wanna know? Like they thinking it's some hood stuff. Like, no, man, this girl elementary school, man, hurt my feelings, man. <laughs> All in your feelings. Yeah, that's, she's gone. Yeah, y'all was just like the 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 audacity. The audacity. And you know, I'm gonna be quiet on that one. But yeah, we finish up with yeah, this. But I think uh, that's stupid. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm sorry. That really. Yeah, I just me. wanted to ask because I don't know why it's bothering me so bad. We was debating about it earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and what what can we sum can we sum that thought up with what's what's what bothers you? Who bothers me? What, what bothers, bothers me? Get off your phone. Girl. So and it's you texting on that phone. Yeah. So much. actually I'm drawing I'm drawing right now. But oh, what no well, what bothers it. me, like for real, is like as if a man acts like he can't protect <laughs> multiple people. Like if a man acts like he can't protect those who are in the room, like I'm not saying I need a manly man, but at the same time, like, like have respect for your fellow sister just because it's a sister. Like, have have respect for every black woman. Mm-hmm. Just have it. Like, I, it, and it's just it's just sickens me just off that rip. some men do think that. Like, just I give people rip, the like, opportunity hey, to yeah. to um, to ruin the respect that I have because I, I offer respect like from yeah. rip like 
I don't make people work for that. There's, there's like a base level of respect, but I do. If if you spit back in my face after I've tried to respect you, then I won't have it for you anymore. But you know, I kind I kind of offer everybody that that offer. But I've I've stepped in on on a few occasions where some stuff looked weird. Um, you know, no, so I'm not even going there. I'm you you free to man because he Mm-mm. we're here to um, chop it all up, man. I'm not gonna allow myself to get angry. Yeah, don't do that. Man. I ain't angry. I'm I'm I had a I had a flashback where this set a fire in my chest. I'm passionate. Like, you know what? I'm about to make a phone call because woo. <laughs> Let me go ahead and real quick from three months ago. Let me. Uh, <laughs> I feel that though, man. What's up? What you say about somebody's fire being set on in the back of your truck? Who tried to kill you? I was shot in the leg. Oh my god, who shot you? Who shot you? Is it a girl? Huh? Was it a girl? Was it a woman? It was cuz of a woman. Oh no. All right. We're gonna make the we can make a long story short. We're gonna make a long story short. So all, all of y'all remember time out. Before I say what I'm gonna is this going to be posted anywhere? Oh name drop. Don't name drop. I'm gonna edit it before before I post it. So. Oh you can put the beep sound on it. Well, yeah, do the beep sound. All right, so y'all y'all remember my ex? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that had the kid and stuff and found out three years after taking care of it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All right, so, so much. I come home one day. My grandma has the baby. I'm like, so we ain't say days. Mind y'all was working out of town. I just got back from South Carolina. So I got word she's at a hotel, blah, blah, blah. All right, already knew she was doing drugs. So I go in there. I asked them, hey, oh yeah, they're in room 134, blah, blah. I go in there, they are, they are, they're lit, like off the booger, gone. So I'm trying to get this woman out of the hotel, back home, to get her some help. I'm fighting. Now she's starting to fight me. I mean, like beating the hell out of me. Then the dude started fighting me. Then eventually I got a gun pulled and shot me in my, le- shot me in my leg. Mm. And so then the truck, you know what I'm saying? And then it was a fire. Like that where a tree fell down, a dog died, truck caught on fire. Like it, it got crazy, bro. Honey, I'm gonna need we're gonna have to start getting you to drop your location, honey, because it'd be we moments can't be like that here. where I'd be like, you know, I can't I can't be that just for everybody. No, that's dangerous. You can't offer yourself like that. You cannot offer yourself to everyone like that. I got kids, man. If it's if it's go like, if I might die doing it, I ain't gonna do it. I mean, well, see, I at, mean, the time, at the time I was only seventeen. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was out there. I was just like, yo, you need to come home. Listen, I've done some stupid stuff. I've done dumb stuff. I should be dead. <laughs> this was like multiple occasions where I should have died, man. So I, I feel, I definitely feel that. Well, case in point, you know, we appreciate you too for protecting black women out here and women. But I mean, I get. But I'm saying, like, my point, my point I'm trying to make is like, when they say respect all of them, I, I can't, I can't do that because if like I study people, so if I see mm-hmm. that that's that's the type of life you live in, I'm not gonna je- I can't jeopardize myself for someone like that. I'm sorry, like that's that's their own little island they created. I'm not swimming out there for them. Okay, so let's and, and we've agreed earlier, like. People gotta. If a person keeps running back to the same situation, that's that's all. Yeah. I think that's not you know that's not on us. Um, but yeah, and, and not everybody deserves it. Not not everybody 
um, deserves to be respected beyond a certain point, which is why I give base level respect. And if you spit that back in my face, I take it back and I keep I it say, moving because we don't have to interact with everybody. I say a prayer for you and then that's about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Angelina getting mad over there. No, I'm not getting mad. <laughs> I'm passionate. What She's I'm always like, mad when I speak. Oh, oh passionate. Personal okay. like vendettas <laughs> against me. I don't even do nothing but besides trying to help. You be hitting them trigger words, man. That's all that it is. Not... Oh, let me say y'all. I mean, no, but no, I mean, no. I'll be. A... Oh, wow. I feel like I'm always picking up. That's cool. Anyways, what I was saying, what, what I'm trying to communicate is when someone says you should protect, you know, the black woman, and the then Jalen says the black woman, the, mm -hmm. the queen, the mm -hmm. when, when that is said, and Java says that I'm not like I, I was trying to figure out like exactly how you worded it. it was like if they're not respecting themselves, then you're not going to. Is that where you're going at? No, that's not what. No, I will. Okay. I can show them respect myself, right? But I'm not going to try to attempt to protect them and put myself in danger because they can't love themselves enough or protect okay. or respect okay. themselves. I'm not saying I'm going to disrespect them. Okay, so I'm that, just yeah, saying I'm not going to put saying. myself in harm's way. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Because, well, like, you said that earlier. I I know what you meant, but the way you worded it earlier, it was like. If they don't show themselves respect, oh, that's I, yeah, I, then but, I can yeah, be disrespectful. Yeah, I also say I was like, those are people like I know, I know how I am, so I don't even mm. bother to give them that energy. Mm. Mm. I'm just, I was using as an example. If, if that was my mentality, like, yeah, I just want to fuck tonight. Mm -hmm. That would be the person I would go approach versus someone else. Yeah, but and, and the only point, I am, the only point is like with that conversation is if that's all the woman wants, then it's not disrespectful. Uh -oh, if, uh -oh. if that's all she wants. Yeah, if you leave someone, was, you go ahead, you go ahead. You go ahead. Thank you. I'll all I was trying to say was, is when someone says protect, we're not always saying for you to come to our rescue. We're saying don't disrespect. We're saying- Oh, oh, oh so you mean you know, I don't got to box nobody in the face to protect yeah, them? Yeah, I'm not saying that. I can trust and believe. I can tell you right now, I can handle my own. Real soft. I mean, I feel that. I, I will fight that. somebody for myself. But what I'm saying he is- He couldn't even walk down the steps. She, don't even play me like that. Y'all talking about some I come for him? Anyways. <laughs> uh, Anyways, what I was saying is like we don't just mean like step in. We don't always say mean that. So I definitely, yeah, I definitely get that. She, she was step careful with the steps that night. No. <laughs> she put the arms up. Hold up. <laughs> nah, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Well, y'all got any extra thoughts? I don't. I think this, this was great. Yeah, we, we ran a little long on this one. I'm going to probably okay. chop it in half. But it was good, though. It was a good conversation. Uh, like I said, next week, we're going to um, wrap up the uh, female side of things of the Black experience and move into the male side of the Black experience. And we're going to keep it rocking from there. And eventually, we'll get to the point where we combine the two. And then start talking about the juicy stuff. So, what's the juicy stuff? See, they're gonna have to tune in next time to find that out, man. Think <laughs> uh, I just purchased we'll bottles of juice, so <laughs> <laughs> as long as it ain't that Tampico, we straight, we straight, we straight. Ain't no